It's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. It is important. But what's important? It's important. The important progress. The Important Report with Chris Turgliaferra and Jeff Garver. The news that matters. Welcome, everyone, to The Important Report. I am Chris Turgliaferra. And I'm Jeff Garver. And this week, important news. We will be discussing non-important news, uh, such as uh, Michael Sam's new reality show. Not important. Uh, the NFL draft, just as a whole. Not important. Uh, you know, the uh, the Iranian gas crisis. Is that going on? I don't know. I just combined some buzzwords. and oh. I Iranian... bet there is an Iranian gas crisis. Iranian gas crisis or buzzwords? It sounds like something... 1979 called, Chris. They want their buzzwords back. Oh, anyway. Okay. Well, we all knew that marriage equality was going to create a slippery slope. Yes. As I argued in my 10th grade paper. I'm just Um, If you allow people of the same sex to marry, where are they going to marry next? A woman and her cat? A dude and a couch? It's a big... This is the domino theory. This is what... This is the worst fears... Yes. ...realized... Uh, which takes us to our next story, which or first story, which is uh, in Utah with Chris Severe, who is an amateur model and an Army veteran. We thank you for your service, Mister Amateur Model. Uh, he also uh, how, see that was a good that was a good kind of misdirection thing. Exactly. Uh, he also wants to marry his MacBook. Uh, he tried to marry the device, which he says is laden with porn. I like how that's just like. Listen, it's okay. There's a lot of porn on this computer. It's not just like a regular MacBook. Well, I thought the porn thing, because, you know, we're not to get too gross here, but I think we all know that people, when they watch their nudie movies, they stream it usually. They don't download it to their computer. But his is laden with porn. That means, to me, that means he's committed to the porn. What yeah. do you think? You I, I don't know. I haven't watched porn ever at any time. Okay. Well... Well, I guess I'm the expert. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I guess that means he's serious about this computer. Yes. Uh, and basically in his motion, which is 50 pages long, Mr. Severe states, they discriminated against me when they rejected my request to marry my computer. So 50 pages long of saying, hey, I want to marry my computer. Must have took him quite a long time. Yeah. And, and he wrote it on the computer, probably, that the very computer he wants to marry as well, so... Wow, that really means that, you know... That's They're like, teamwork, like, that, a, that, like that, a happy married couple. You know, we're really getting this done, me and you. Yes. You know, and also, people are saying, this probably wouldn't even make any news. I, I, saw, an, I saw someone trying to marry their car, like, ten years ago. It was on a news station thing. It was stupid. And, oh, oh, marrying inanimate objects is just really effing dumb. Is it? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, well, anyway, the judge threw it out because it was a waste of time. and um, He didn't say it was a waste of time. What did he say? He said it was uh, not relevant to the lawsuit at hand. The, yeah. uh, there's actually a real one going on about uh, same-sex marriage, and he said this was not useful discussion for it. Yeah. Um, but, all right, let's say, are there any pros to marrying your computer? Well, I think as as a person, the the pros I could think of mostly had to do with people who would be going to weddings or people who would be friends with a woman or a man who was marrying a computer. I don't know if you had any, but I had a few. Uh, no destination weddings. Now that's a, that's a big thing now. But if your friend is marrying a computer, 
he can't like go, hey, we're all going to the Bahamas. It's like, no, 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 I'm no, not no paying, we're, not, we're not doing that. We're not paying $3,000 to go watch you marry a computer on the sand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, also. The computer busted. It got all messed up with sand. Or... <laughs> well, also, you probably wouldn't have to get wedding gifts or. Or cheaper wedding gifts. That's true. Because what would be the expensive wedding gifts? Because I'm thinking like cords, like spare cords. If it's if it's a MacBook, I don't know what. It, I guess what do they have? Cords and little power plugs and uh, like. Oh, you can't really upgrade a MacBook. You can't get it a fancy new graphics processor. Like the parents can't even splurge for that. <laughs> yes, it's parents. It would be very proud. <laughs> um, well, that's another thing. Just to kind of jump ahead, his he, as a human being, if you married a computer. You wouldn't have to deal with, uh, you know, father-in-law, mother-in-law, because there are none. It's just the computer. And you wouldn't have to deal with your own family, because they probably would have disowned you. <laughs> yeah, if you want to just completely, you know, bar yourself from anything. Uh, this is jumping a little ahead, though. Um, he is, he's pretty Sue happy. Yeah, it kind of takes away from the whole sort of romantic, porn-laden, you know, aspect of the of the case. Is that what did he try to sue McDonald's or something? He tried to sue uh, Apple because claiming the tech giant should have blocked him from accessing porn when he apparently by accident typed F book, you know, the full F U C K book dot com instead of Facebook into Google. And I guess that's where they met. But see, see now it's like now he's in love with that. So it's kind of like a. Severe went on to, in the complaint to allege unfair competition between the porn stars and his wife, brought about by the use of his Apple product and thus interference of the marital contract. Hmm. Which, uh, you know, hey honey, you just you can't stack up to these porn stars. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to kick you to the curb. Um, I, this is just kind of weird. First off, I did not see her, the Spike Jones thing, because, mm-hmm. like, that just depresses now, the hell out of me. Well, people said it was prescient and sort of like, this could be the future. It's like, I don't I don't think anyone's going to be married to any computer. That guy right. needs to get beat up. Well, that's the whole thing. I always thought the whole premise of her would be, like, halfway through the movie, his, like, college buddy would visit. And he's like, oh, introduce me to your girlfriend. He's like, oh, you're going to love Samantha. And then, like... You know, walking Phoenix is like, hey, this is Samantha. And it's like this computer talking. And then his friend is like, dude, you're dating an effing computer. And then walking Phoenix is like, oh, you're, you're right. Okay. And then he kind of gets it and they have like a heart to heart. And then Joaquin Phoenix goes around beating people up, you know, who are making these weird computers. That's what I thought the movie should have been. <laughs> that should have been the movie. That's a much better movie than whenever yeah. I, I heard about. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, he. Um, he said that there were legal precedents, like the guy that married a cardboard cutout of himself in China and a woman who married a dolphin, which I think those are just both stupid. I think this entire thing is stupid. This guy needs to be shot. I'm sorry for, you know, he's a, he's a war hero. And an amateur model. Yeah, so I think, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm not real. But what would you do? As the judge or as him? Well, I think it, what would you, both. Let's just do both. The judge, I'd do whatever the judge did in this case, say this is ridiculous. As as him, I don't know. Marrying a computer doesn't sound that bad. Uh, I did have a couple other things. I just thought of one today. Uh, this is more for the friends, though. Um, if your friend is married a computer, 
You do not have to pretend that you like their spouse, like like you would with a human being, because you can just point out its functions. Like like Chris is holding a tablet right now. It's like, hey man, look what all these things you can do with it. You don't have to say, oh, she's got a great personality. Yeah, she's yeah. she's funny. She's so funny. Well, if you're a PC guy and you did not approve of this MacBook, well, wedding. that that would be. Those are like the racists. Those are like I don't know, <laughs> that ain't right. That ain't right. That ain't right, man. Um, that MacBook can't even upgrade it. Yeah. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> uh, well, he's just going to ditch her for the newer, better model. Yeah, or she'll get a virus and he'll be like, oh, yeah, I don't... Or he'll... Or you know how sometimes people will, like, reboot their computers and delete all their old files? Won't that be kind of, like, uh, erasing your, your wife's spouse's memory? Good point. He'll, yeah, okay, literally. One thing... I, I wouldn't say he did use the phrase in one of his things, machine spouse, which I just really liked. I thought that was really funny. That's his machine funny. spouse. But mm. yeah. overall, this 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 guy, though a war hero uh, and an amateur model, I'm not even sure. I guess almost anyone could be an amateur model, though. I, if you what take you, pictures in, of yourself, I mean, it's like you're not I, get paid for it. Yeah, you're yeah, an amateur you're model. An amateur model. A lot of there's a lot of amateur models out there, folks. True. Yeah, but this guy, he he. He doesn't have much of a case. No, I don't think so. Uh, Utah stands strong, make it between uh, two living humans. Yes. That's, that's my definition of, of uh, marriage. Two living humans. Who hate each other. Who hate <laughs> <laughs> Take my wife, please. Oh, and everyone, please take this next commercial break. And when we come back, how about that for a segue? That's great. If only there was an actual commercial. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And after that great seg, we call them segs in the biz. Uh, we are back to our favorite segment, Hero or Villain. Another good one, another good one. Maryland has poop fever. Well, one one kid has. Just one kid. Just one kid. Well, presumably, I, I, hope they, I hope they're all regular out in Maryland. Yeah. A uh, Stephen Decatur. How do you pronounce this name? Let's just say Decatur. Decatur. And us. The Decatur family comes back. It's like, it's like Decatur. You know, I'll just Decatur. say. Decatur. I'll just say, like, go to hell. You know. Your what? dad, Stephen Decatur, this is the high school. Stephen Decatur High in Maryland. But Stephen Decatur was like as a naval hero in uh, early 19th century. So, America. Well, you know that what? That was a long time ago, folks. So he can eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> we have, yeah, we have, other, we have other war heroes we're more concerned about. Like that guy from Utah who wanted to marry his MacBook. Yeah, he's a, he's a real hero. Uh, the student uh, was in uh, the 12th grade, and this is a dude, and he has not been named. But anyway, he decided it would be a good idea to mail feces to his vice principal. What do you think so far? Initial thoughts. Well, vice principal, that to well, me. That's, that, it, that's in charge of uh, discipline. Okay. I, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking, like, if you were just kind of. Acting out angry, you would be like, hmm, I'm just going to send this to the principal, like the head honcho, sort of like who represents authority at the school. Right. Maybe this kid had been in trouble before, or I, I don't know. Like, it seems specific with the vice principals. It kind of makes me feel like he had, like, an objective. Oh, like yeah. Uh, and I think that it probably was this discipline or whatever. Uh, basically, he's charged with three counts of molesting a school administrator. In this case, police noted, molestation does not mean anything of a sexual nature, but refers to an unwarranted or malicious bothering, because he mailed poop to the vice principal. Yes. Three He'll, separate boxes. And for his school punishment, it was only 10 days, folks. Which is the maximum for public school. 
Yeah. Can you not get expelled from public school? Is that? It's like very a, hard. It has to be something that puts... Uh, like you bring a gun to school or something Yeah, it has like to be that. something that puts people in danger. But, like, for just criminal mischief like this... Yeah. You know, no one's dying because there's dog and cow... It was, it, it was determined to be animal excrement. What Would you be more inclined to say this guy was, like, a hero if it was his own excrement? I think that would show a lot of initiative and pride. <laughs> and it would just be a lot weirder, too. Well, also, he dropped it. And I was wondering, like, why the post person... Yeah, because the post office had to get involved. They were the ones who kind of figured it out. Well, the, the guy said he uh, took down his license plate, all that. And I was thinking, I guess if you're mailing a box in the same town... Yeah. It would probably be like, why the hell are you doing this? Yeah. And you're a high school kid mailing it to a to a high like the the address of a high school, and, and to the and, vice principal, and you're laughing hysterically while you're doing the entire <laughs> thing, uh, and, and your box smells like feces. What's uh, so funny, kid? It was probably in Tupperware, but uh, I would imagine. I mean, but it's still just you know, uh, I don't know. It's just kind of he he must have not done that good a job with it if he's you know just you know automatically like. What are you mailing, kid? Is this poop in here? (laughs) (laughs) Well, also, the cops found... When the cops found him, he had, like, booze in his car. So I'm thinking this kid, it's senior year. It's the end of the road. He he doesn't know what to do with his life. He's a little worried. He's anxious. So this guy's boozing it up in his car, mailing doo-doo to his vice principal. He's sort of going through... He's going through some serious stuff. Yeah, that's true. But that doesn't make him heroic, though, necessarily. That's just normal stuff. Lots of kids go through that, and they don't... And they don't send dog poop to their vice principal. I'm going to go ahead and say he's a hero for mailing the animal poop to the principal just because I like the initiative. The vice principal. Vice principal, yes. You know, I'll say he's a hero too just because, I mean, it's, who cares? It's the vice principal. I, I, I think they should have just like... No, nobody thinks back on their high school days. Like, obviously no one was really that close with their principal, though maybe Chris was because you were involved in student well, he, government. His name was, uh, our vice principal was named uh, Mr. Mac- Mac- or Dr. Mackinich. And we called him Dr. Smackabitch. Were you close with him, though? I mean, I wasn't, like, Mr. Belding yeah. close, but we liked him all right. Oh, well, I don't even remember who our He vice was pretty cool, though. I don't remember who our vice principal was, frankly. He was uh, a good-looking guy, too. He wouldn't even have to smack a bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because only ugly men beat women, because, yeah. I, don't even I always like that. that. I always like that I, thing it's where not, it's none like... None of that's true. He, why would he rape this girl? He could get any girl he wanted. Yeah, none of that have anything to do well, with anything. yeah. Well, uh, these things are acts of violence. That's true. Um, but well, so he's I'm going to say he's a hero. It's it's the vice principal. Who cares? Yeah. School's over. Let's have fun. Eat shit, VP. Uh, that's my new phrase for the day. Yeah, and if it, I mean, he would be going to the pantheon if it was his, if it was his own feces, and they could have determined that, which would have required like testing and stuff. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, that would have been <laughs> that would have been something. Now, that, Making people test your doo doo <laughs> is. A win in itself. <laughs> uh, then, if they were like, you know, we we were uh, we ran tests and we determined it was the assailant's poo poo. Then, you know, <laughs> the cops had to say poo poo on local television. <laughs> <laughs> There's a press conference. No. That that would be almost as good as the press conference for the butt chuggers. If, if oh a few people god, out. that was awesome. Look up butt chugging conference and it's uh, Tennessee. If you can't find it, like just univ- I think it was University of Tennessee. Yeah, uh, we, if we ever go do a kind of do retro classics, uh, hero or villain, we might have to go to the butt chuggers. Oh yeah, definitely. Though I I wouldn't call them villain. I wouldn't call them heroes. <laughs> no, not, not by any. <laughs> okay, our next story. 
Woodland Heights is one of Houston, Texas historic neighborhoods and history is being made once again there. Yes. Uh, we're talking about poop history, folks. Uh, there's a man who, from security footage, appears to be balding and mustached, has pooped on the lawn areas of one of six homes six times, and has also hit several others. Wait, no, he hit one home. He hit home. one home six times. And then he also hit several others. He does it early in the morning or late at night. He also brings paper towels for wiping and leaving those remnants as well. So. Now they're gonna they're trying to catch this guy. They haven't caught him yet. All the police know is that because one one uh, I guess one of the people they put like a security camera out and they saw that he was bald and mustached. But that's all they know. So this guy's going around um, taking multiple dumps, wiping yeah. with toilet paper apparently, and not no, the paper uh, towels. Mm. Uh, that was kind of what caught my eye a little bit too, because it's like paper towels, not that comfortable. No. What do you think? That, does that mean anything? Does that mean does that mean he's on a mission more? Because I was like, wondering. maybe he just wants to make sure you can get the job done with one thing. That's not dissolving. Okay. You could fold over and go multiple places. <laughs> he's really th- okay. He was really thinking it through. Um, also, also, I did want to say I talked to one of our friends, our friend Lorenzo, uh, who should be a listener. I, I think he is, but he he because he used to live in Houston. I said, what is what's up with this Woodland Heights thing? He said it was going through a lot of gentrification. Now, and that makes it similar. To that place in Albuquerque, remember the female jogger? Oh yeah, yeah. Now that was an area of that town that was kind of going through one of those like you know farmers market, local food, like kind of like the, the people go in and the people who have the crummy stores that nobody wants, they go in and buy the buy the and, and then they were able to they're able to afford to have their stores in places. So, and then you know she was we don't know that she was pooping on people's outside of people's houses and alleyways because of gentrification, but we like to think that might have had something to do with it. And the same could be for this balding mustached man. Uh, favorite quote, it's definitely not a nice thing to do to people, said Patrick Reese, who lives nearby. Going to the bathroom in their driveway is not nice. That's definitely not something that's supposed to go on in polite society. Yes. You know what, Patrick? No shit. <laughs> I'm sure you would like that, though. Since you're so anti-pooping in people's yards, saying it's not nice. Yeah. What a buzzkill. Jeez. Well, you know what? Maybe this guy, if this is kind of a historic, maybe it's like a rich person, gentrification neighborhood, like a lot of like fancy white people moving in. This baldy mustache guy, maybe he's like not cool enough. Maybe he doesn't cut it with Patrick Reese. And they're like, no, you can't come to our... Our, our rummage party or what I don't, I don't know what a rummage party is but they're probably all like going to fishbowl parties swing it around bowl? oh oh swingers yeah he's he's not invited to the swinger party I saw the ice storm I know what's up yeah this is the 70s all over again yeah what do you think about this guy uh I'm gonna say hero I, I kind of like you know marking your territory I'm gonna say hero too they haven't caught him one house six times that just seems like that's just almost over the top so I, I like it I, I yeah, I'm just thinking of some more ambush ways he could do it. You know what? What this whole segment's made it clear: if you want to be a hero to Chris and Jeff, you poop in public places or you send poop to like authority figures. You will get our respect. Yeah, that's true. You will be a hero in our book. All right, we'll take a short break, and when we come back, in focus. All right, everyone, we have hero or villain down, and now it's time for in focus. Jeff, take it away. All right. As you all know, on May 15th, 1911, the Standard Oil Company, headed by John D. Rockefeller, was ordered dissolved by the Supreme Court under the Sherman Antitrust Act. Now, that made us think, what if we were given, you know, unlimited power throughout history or fiction, uh, you know, movies, books, all those corporations from books? 
what five companies would we dissolve? And not because they're antitrust. You can just dissolve them for whatever reason you want. Okay. Uh, you go first, Chris. Apple. I had that too. Also my first one. Uh, I mean, it's just it's just obnoxious how big it is. Uh, Same reason for me. Just too big. Too big. Uh, too many products. Too many snooty coffee store people. Yeah. Just, just, they, they just need a lot of people. Just need to be killed with well, Apple I don't stuff. Know why have to be you have an Apple sticker on your door, though. Yeah, but you put it there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I got well, you, a pre- you're, a big, iPhone. you're a big iPhone guy, though, aren't you? I do. I like my iPhone a lot. It has nothing I, to do with not liking the products. Like, I, I love I like, my iPad as well. Uh, it's, they're just too, such a big part of people's lives. It just seems ridiculous. Yeah. No, I agree. All right, you're next one. Now I'm going to say Chick Fil A. Now this has nothing to do with the gay stuff. Their president can say their their whoever runs Chick Fil A can give his money to whoever he wants, and if you don't want to eat there, you don't have to eat there. My whole thing, I've always felt like it was a little overrated, uh, and people kind of act like it's this huge thing. Like, I'll agree that so, Chick Fil A is overrated. It's like this is so good, like it hits the spot. I, like when Chick Fil A came to Los Angeles, they were like, "This is like the greatest day ever." Like the lines were really long. Uh, they're not open on Sundays, which you know makes sense. Uh, I guess they're really uh, religious in some yeah, ways. Yeah, but still sit on it. Yeah, I'm sick of you not being open every yeah, day. Yeah, I don't really care about the Sundays. It's just it was a thing. Like people in my high school liked it. People in college liked it. I've never. I don't think it's terrible, but I just don't care that much. It's just it's uh, not for me. Yeah. They're styrofoam cups. You know everything about it. It's like it just doesn't seem that great. And they're yeah. in those little advertisements for eat more chicken. They're kind of cute, but they, I can see they're like they're also obnoxious. Yeah, this just it's not Chick Fil A is not for me, and I'm taking them down. Uh, my next one is Comcast, and I actually work for Comcast now. But I was always a big General Electric man, uh, and just like uh, in Game of Thrones during the first episode, the pilot episode, they were talking to uh, Daenerys's brother, and he was talking about like how people wait their king coming back, and it's like. There are still those that give your that give your family secret toast, and I just imagine like you know, kind of huddled up in like this, like this little hidden area, and then like we're all toasting General Electric, hoping they'll come back and buy NBC Universal. Yeah, well, when you look at NBC ratings, I, I don't think I don't see that happening anytime soon. No, no, I don't think so. All right, my next is CVS. Oh wow! Now I like CVS. Okay, it's just their receipts. Now this is their CVS receipts have been. Oh, covered. I thought you said CBS. Oh, CVS. Yes, devolve no, no, it. No, I, I don't care anything about CBS. Uh, CBS can do it. And I don't hate CVS per se, but it's just so ridiculous that you, if you went in there, bought a pack of gum, and you put in your your you know your card number yeah. or whatever, they they it's like a two page receipt. It's ridiculous. You could choke a man with like, that receipt. It's insane that they do it that way. It's just so stupid. They haven't thought about it they, people make jokes about it all the time like it's been going on for like i feel like for the last three years every like once in a while you hear like someone make fun of cvs receipts being so long well also it's just like you know you get there and it's like oh please don't spit out a long receipt and then you just see it coming and coming and coming it's like god stop it and i'm i ain't no tree hugger folks but uh it does kind of make you think it does it does um my next one skynet don't even know what that is <clears throat> they made the terminator Oh, so and also they made the AI, so I would just eliminate Skynet. Yeah, then we'd we'd all be saving ourselves a lot of trouble. True, but we wouldn't have those cool movies. Mm -hmm. All right, my next. I didn't do any fictional ones. I'm doing Yum Brands. Now this is a big thing for me. I always just think they have a funny name. You just hate that name. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it. Yum Brands. They do Taco Bell, uh, KFC, Pizza Hut, and Wing Street. I don't know if they franchise them or own them. I'm not exactly sure how that works. 
but they're called Yum Brands. I just think it's ridiculous that they're called Yum Brands. It's just very strange like to Nate me. Letting yum, your, yum. It's letting like your four-year-old name the company. Yeah, it's like this giant corporation called Yum Brands. Yeah. It's just, I just think it's strange. I'm taking them down. Uh, my my last one is Microsoft. I just think, um, I don't know. I They, they did a bunch of... Uh, they they eliminate a lot of their competition early on, and I think you know products could be a lot better if they had not. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. They. they did I don't know horrible. much about computers. So, so yeah, dissolve Microsoft. All right. My next one is a company I'd never heard of till <clears throat> until today when I was looking up companies online, names of companies, and I found it. And this is sort of similar to the Yum Brands one. This is Joy Global. What and is it? It is a mining company. Called oh, well. Joy Global. I don't think if you're a mining company that makes giant mining machinery, you get to call yourself Joy Global. No. So I'm taking you down, Joy Global. Man, we we really hammered this. We really took it to the corporate big men. We are an independent podcast, though we don't have to be. That's if true. We will be bought out easily. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. I'm Chris Turgliaferro. And I'm Jeff Garver. We'll talk to you next week.